missus was talking about in Vancouver how apparently at the Vancouver Art Gallery every uh, every 420, I guess it's a big party. She's like, I've never gone there. She's like, it's just a big cloud. And the Vancouver Art Gallery is called the VAG, which is called the VAG. So I just said, oh, yeah, smoke, <laughs> smoky VAG day. And that, that was the end of our conversation. <laughs> And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you And that's how you make hits Right there, that's ladies and gentlemen That's, that's how intro. you make hits do, 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 What is that, do, hockey? Do. Oh, it's our theme song Oh Oh my god, they sound similar Totally It's just it's a descending notes, it's ascending notes, so that's how you write that's how you write a hit. People. That's how you write hits. Yeah. <laughs> Another one in the bank. Um Okay. Here's a little bit of morality question here. Uh, it seems like all my segments these days are just about experiences at fast food places. So last week was Walk Box. This week, Dairy Queen. So you know that stupid thing at Dairy Queen when you order a blizzard and the uh, person serving you the blizzard tips They turn it upside down. down. Yeah. Ugh. I've always not liked that. I thought it was a bit weird. Yeah, the less you handle my food, the happier I am holding it. Yeah, I don't really see the, the point. But yeah. uh, anyways. So they, they've got a new promotion, though, at Dairy Queen. And I just feel bad for the workers now. It's, we turn it upside down for you, or it's free. That's before. I've heard that before. Well... So I um so now you want I it. My, I bought my blizzards. I bought two blizzards yesterday. Came to $11.50 for two blizzards. Ho. Oh. Yeah, blizzards ain't cheap in what the winter, using? I guess. Space cows for this milk. Yeah. I don't know what a space cow is. But <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be expensive. Okay, next. So, you say let's say you pay 11.50 for two blizzards. And the person does not turn them upside down. Boom. What do you do? Do you just take it and be like, you know, I don't want to get this person in trouble. Or do you just start pointing fingers and go, hey, hey, where was the upside down turn there? Mrs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Upside- you would call her out on that. For sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I would Brent, take it as Brent? a, I'd, no, it's a compliment that you don't need that. She was judging that you'd be okay. Yeah, she she's like yeah. Oh, she's I like, like you're thinking. She's like this guy is not a loser. I don't. Yeah, need this to. guy's sweet. He's not gonna rat me out. Not he's not like a total a hole like that Trevor character. Oh, I don't like know, Trevor, man. Where do you think that eleven fifty comes out of? Probably her paycheck. Her manager just comes down and be like, oh, we'll see. We'll take care of this, and just like takes her upstairs and starts screaming at her. Just and stuff. beats like, her. You <laughs> do that to the young Dairy Queen girl? Is that what you want to happen? I don't care. She'll learn Those a valuable lesson. You. She'll Those learn a valuable lesson. Oh. Is it up on all the walls? Like, we will turn this over? Or is this like an internet thing that you found? No, it's like when you, you order. It's up on. It's an advertisement. You should have had a moment with her. You should say, okay, all right. Listen, ma'am. I'm going to need you to turn those upside down right about now. Because, <laughs> well, we both know it's stupid. But come on. And just, I guess that is really humiliating, isn't it? 
Yeah, like when I worked at Safeway, you're supposed to call everyone by their last name. It's like, screw that. That's degrading. I'm doing that. Yeah, mm. I'm not doing your... You guys are right. I'm you. wrong. No, I like the way Brent thinks so. It's a compliment. She's like, this guy's cool. He ain't gonna rat me out. You know, I can get away with a few things with him. It's 420, like Dave. It. It's 420, whatever. <laughs> she did just make your two extra large blizzards. <laughs> extra large? I wish... It was, I got one large and one small, and it came to eleven fifty. Like Trevor said, space, no, space like, freaking milk. Maybe she charged too much. Oh, because those blizzard prices are not adding up. Well, so. the small had extra stuff in it. Mm. So, uh, speaking of uh, space milk, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Trevor, you said you were in an earthquake, hey? Oh man, I've got two earthquakes. Now, too? You've been in two. Two, we just had one like three days ago. Do you know what they were on the Richter scale? Uh, like 7.2 and 6.0, I think. Oh, I thought, okay, that 7 one was in China, I thought, but I guess you felt the bits no, of it. there was one in Iran. There was a 7 in Iran, and then there was a 6. Oh. Yeah, no, all the earthquakes are happening in Iran. Here's, here's what you come home to. Your walls have cracks in them. Yay. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's fun. And then the other one, when I was in Egypt, there was an earthquake. And I had my guitar all set up when I was gone. I had a humidifier in the case and stuff. And I had it laid out particularly perfect so that this sponge with water in it wouldn't, like, wreck, like fall over anything. Because you got to keep it really, like, humid in the guitar case because it's, like, a yeah. desert. And the earthquake, like, shook the case, knocked over the sponge, and the sponge, like, soaked into the headstock in my guitar and, like, cracked the finish on the, the headstock of my guitar. So it's kind of cool because it happened in an earthquake and it's like a war story exactly. for the guitar. But like at the same time, thanks a lot, earthquake. Plus, do you know where they built their only nuclear reactor? I can't say that word. I say it like George Bush. <laughs> but they built their only plant on a fault line. Nice. Good job, Aran. Good, Good job. Thanks. for. And guess where? Guess what city that reactor is right across the Gulf from? Kuwait City. Yes. Oh, oh no. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Well, anyway, so I was looking at some uh, uh, the Richter scale magnitudes, and you know it's base logarithmic, so something of a magnitude of five is ten times uh, the the force of something with a magnitude of four. So yours was seven point two, and that's pretty powerful because uh, like a large hand grenade is zero point two, and the approximate TNT for that is thirty grams. And then the big explosion in Texas there last week, uh, magnitude of 2.1, equivalent of 21 kilograms of TNT. And so you're all the way up to 7.2 with 950 kilotons of TNT. And some really big earthquakes are like the, the one that happened in Indonesia that caused that big tu- tu- tsunami. <laughs> tsunami. Tsunami. 2004. <laughs> and then that was uh, 9.2, one of the largest ones ever. And uh, Like Andre the that. Giant. <laughs> yeah and then the big japan one was uh 9.0 and that was 480 megatons <laughs> but and then at the very bottom you know you're looking at the biggest big uh, <laughs> so you're looking at the biggest earthquakes and the 10 has never been recorded and it's yokozuna like, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's you know maybe even impossible and then at the very bottom you see 32 Magnitude on the Richter scale. How much TNT? 310 Yota tons. 310 Yokozunas of TNT. <laughs> 310 Yokozunas. And you know 
what earthquake this was? It wasn't an earthquake. It was a star quake. Jimmy the Mouth of the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what the heck is a star quake? There was this star called SGR 1806 20 that happened nine years ago with a 32 uh, equivalent on the Richter scale, or just like the star ripped open and just shot so much gamma rays that it would have instantly destroyed Earth within, if it was within 10 light years away from Earth. But luckily it was 50,000 light years away. It would just like obliterated the Earth. Well, if so, you had Ray Bans, you'd be okay. <laughs> with Ray Bans. <laughs> So, I don't know, isn't that a good, like, name for an Iron Maiden album in, like, the 90s or something? Like, Starquake. Starquake? <laughs> Starquake. Where we serve, like, that's that's Dairy Queen's next blizzard. Starquake. Expensive milk from Space Cows. It all yeah, came together have... in the end. <laughs> stars just have all sorts of parties like that. Nice tsunamis on stars. Oh, I guess like tsunamis out of solid material, probably right. Hydrogen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just have from their from their star quakes. They have nice little thousand mile high waves flying around. Boom! At the speed of sound. So, I learned this on the History Channel show about stars, which Carter is just making me think of. Uh oh. Because that show it is so stupid using these terms, just like Carter was. (laughs) It makes me so mad because they they start like they have a decent base but it's like if you measured if you stacked dynamite around the entire planet and stacked it four things high that's how much energy the sun would make in one second (laughs) (laughs) the entire show is that so Carter just did that for five minutes straight in his setup I think if you could wouldn't swearing just solve a lot of this like there's a lot this is a big (laughs) fuck Fucking earthquake! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a mega fucking quake. <laughs> oh. No, Brent, you came out of Facebook, uh, Facebook purgatory there. Once every five months, Brent's got a, a Facebook message, and it's usually just full of anger. And it was directed towards the History Channel alien shows, right? What was yeah. what was going on with that? Just well, it's so, just in our last topic. I've been trying to dip back in to cons- some conspiracy theories are grifting. It's just so weak. I don't know if I'm just a snob now. I th- I just think that they've gone low class. Well, would you have eaten that stuff up as a kid, or now is it just now that you're older and wiser you don't you don't take that crap? I think maybe yeah, maybe I've seen it all. But I think we've already talked about Bi- Bigfoot's old news finding Bigfoot. Yeah, that just that killed it. But those are fun, at least. No, they are. Have you seen Finding Bigfoot? I know of it. The guy like will will attract him with a pile of donuts, and then he starts eating the donuts himself. Because the joke is, the guy is Bigfoot. He looks like he's like the guy who's looked for Bigfoot's like six foot six, hairy mother effer with long hair, and he's like, "We're going to find Bigfoot." It's like you are Bigfoot. Look in the mirror. You found him. Their plan to find Bigfoot is to take like four valid. Like you could like throw. You could point in any direction from your farm, Trevor, and find, like, this crew within, like, a few miles. And then they have one scientist lady and, like, and just go walking in the bush at night. 
and oh, here that's, that. that's a squat. That's, the plan. that's a squat. Yeah, that's a squat chowl. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I don't know if this is full proof that that's a Sasquatch." Like, I know squatch. That's a squatch. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> and like a big stamp goes on the screen. Just. <laughs> Have you ever gone on, like, I don't know, Carter, where have you gone, uh, like, on trips? I've been to Europe. Okay. Mexico. Okay. Brent, you've done some international stuff? Not a ton, really. All North America. Okay. Jamaica, Allison, and then West Coast, up and down. Have you ever been on a situation where you basically... Have a guide kind of take you around somewhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, you hire... Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, so you get a guide to, like... Like, not, like, a 20-person group normally. Maybe, like, you... Like, two-person group or, like, maybe four or six people at the most. I've and got they drive you the Winnipeg Zoo before. Yeah, but they drive you around, <laughs> like... No, not at all like that. Um... <laughs> But, like, they, they drive you around for the whole day, and they take you to this place and that place, and they tell you all about it, and you learn stuff. And so Sounds I've been, exactly like the zoo. I'm starting to, like, learn the scam of that. Right. See, the scam of this is that everywhere I, in Sri Lanka it happened. Uh, the guy tried to do it in Jordan. Um, in Egypt it definitely happened. Um, none of that stuff happens in Scandinavia. But here's how it works. Basically, there's like two or three places that you actually want to see in this city. And the guide knows everything about it. You know, like we were in Luxor. So we wanted to go to the Valley of the Kings. We wanted to go down the Nile River and we wanted to go to like an old temple. Right. The guy knows everything. The only thing he is, is that he's like, oh, yeah. And then we're going to go to uh, we're going to go see a real Egyptian perfume factory. And we're going to go see a real cotton plant. And we're going to go see oh, an, alabast- no. an alabaster factory. And you're like, see, and like everybody, the first time they go on one of these tours is like, oh, c- cool. You know, like that's neat. Except all it is, is they like take you to one of their friend's places and they try and sell you stuff for an hour at each one of them and like won't let you leave. So it's like they're getting money on top of it if you buy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically, oh, we have some tourists who are like paying money for a tour, and then we're going to stop them at all these places where we're going to try and high-pressure sell them stuff right. over and over and over. And the same thing happened in Sri Lanka. It was like, well, we're going to a rubber plantation, and then we're going to the, the magical doctor number 23, you know? And like, it's just like the same thing. And like when we got to this one guy at the end of our tour, he's like, oh, you want to go to like a, a, a cotton factory? It's like, <laughs> buddy, stop. <laughs> no more. And like it got to the point where we got on our last tour and we told the guy, he listed all the things he had for us planned that day. And we're like, hey, get rid of this one, get rid of that one, get rid of that one, and get rid of that one. And he was just like, spirit broken. <laughs> just completely, we just crushed him. But there's my biggest travel advice is if you're going on a tour, eliminate anything that isn't exactly what you want to see because it's a scam. Mm-hmm. I'm so jaded. So those things aren't like entertaining at all? No. 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 <laughs> God no, <laughs> it's you all. Think there's any ba- is there a middle? The toughest part for me is you can't just like bargain or just make a fair deal. Be like, let me just give you like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and then just skip all this garbage. Yeah, but like, how much paid, money like, do you? How much money do you need? Brent, you'd have to pay. How much more do you need? You'd have to pay more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was like, 
Like just relax. Yeah, how much more? Yeah. How much more do you need, please? How much is a tour like that? Even I think it's more than twenty bucks. Oh no, the tour for us for like well they pay all your oh, tickets on this one, so it was okay, like two hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, but it was like you know you got to th- see three tombs and King Tut's tomb and like ev- yeah. everything was paid for, so it was it was worth it. And the guide was like, <laughs> let me tell you, our guide, I'm I don't regret getting one. Uh, this guy like has like a BA in, a, in in English and like couldn't get any jobs. So he went back and studied mm-hmm. Egyptology for two years. Like has a degree. Like smart man. Like we went for lunch on the lunch break. They take you to a restaurant and like it was cool because there's like a really crazy political situation in Egypt right now. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, hey, like take off your tour guide, like smile and like what's up. Like tell us what you think. You know, give us your opinion. Mm-hmm. And he was super cool. We had like a really sweet conversation. It was really cool. But, like, at the same time, we'd go, and he's like, oh, this is the god so-and-so, and the cow is licking his hand, and this symbolizes this, and since he has this finger sticking out, this was a Europe bubble. Like, telling this, like, really long, interesting narrative about the entire temple, basically. Because this entire temple was based around this one half-cow god, Pharaoh, right? And we're like, okay. wow, that's neat. And then this other guy with his group of people comes up to the sign, to, to, the, to the inscription on the wall, Looks at it, he goes, look, cow. You know cow? Milk? You drink milk? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh. <laughs> and that was his entire <laughs> explanation. And I looked at, I looked at Lisa and I was like, well, I'm glad we got the guy. Because <laughs> that was his entire, his entire description was cow. Look, you know cow? Milk? You drink milk? <laughs> that, was, that was his whole tour guide <laughs> expertise for this temple. Oh. Money well spent. And uh, what did we get? This one guy, one good scam, we wanted to buy some like fresh pressed like oil that they used to make perfume out of. But we just wanted mint just to put in like, you know, like the humidifiers or whatever. Just something like nice and easy to smell. And we buy this thing and he's like, oh, it's 80 pounds. He's like, but you know what? He's like, if, now you make me mad. Because we're like, dude, we fell for your scam. What are you mad? He's like, but if you if you if you buy a hundred dollars worth, I get commission. I was like, I hate you so much. <laughs> I was ready to take everything back. And it's a good, it's good too. Another system they have is take everything you want and put it on the table, and then I'll give you a price. Another great way of scamming you. Yeah, exactly. So I like putting like Ugh. way too many things on the table and then taking all the things I don't want off after. Mm-hmm. Scamming's beautiful though. It's a real art. I got internet scammed pretty decently this week. No. (laughs) What happened? Nothing too bad, but doing some research and just led down. I like, it got me pretty good. (laughs) Because... I ended up looking for. I was just doing my regular, regular patrol, looking for s- fun things online, and I came across the the world's greatest cataclysm. No, one of history's greatest secrets: the five hundred thirty-five. The whole what? world went dark. The whole world went dark in five thirty-five. A.D. Yes. For okay. a year. A year, two years. Again in 42, where 
story is probably a volcano. Maybe. Meteor. But there was huge... There was droughts worldwide. Snow in China in August. Like, problems with food in, like, in Rome. Probably, so like... Everything probably, around the world was messed up at this point. Yeah. So it was a neat read. Like, just it's going through, like, different accounts from different parts of the world where some, like, Roman official... The sun's been dim for a whole year now. Like, some other groups talking about like oh crops failed this year oh crops failed next three years just because there was there was a sun but it was so faint from all this ash yep. brought up so it's like okay this is neat so yeah, this keep is totally reading, keep cool. reading yeah now where do we now starts to get starts to get me though whenever all of a sudden I scroll down and all of a sudden it's talking about pole shifts where it's like, what are you talking about? The pole could just flip this fast? And it's like, oh. No, so you need to protect yourself from volcanoes or pole shifts or other things like that. Maybe check out the Holger Clark Zapper. It kills any viruses and disease outbreaks in the body that are possible. It's like, what are you talking about? So, Holger Clark, <laughs> click on the link. The cure for prevention of all cancers. Oh. <laughs> so, all cancers. So, did you know that all cancers are caused by a parasite? Totally not true. <laughs> no, it's, that's not what I learned in school. Mm-hmm. From Improper blue. cell division, but yeah. whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So learn to avoid and destroy these cancers with herbs and low-tech <laughs> methods to bring cure, not just a treatment. Use electricity to boost your immunity with zap plates, all explained in the book. So just zap yourself constantly. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. Ho. Yeah, so... Yeah, we all, we all thought that cancer is different from other diseases, but nothing could be more wrong. Did you know oh, it's, it's caused by a parasite? Thing. A human intestinal fluke. When you kill this intestinal parasite, the cancer stops immediately and your tissues become normal again. You didn't know that? Could that be the lowest thing in the world? Mm-hmm. Is there anything more low than preying on people that are dying? Yeah, you need to get rid of your toxins, get rid of the parasite, and you'll be good. I like this big description of it, and then it's like, oh, in addition, she wrote a new book. She updated the book five years later <laughs> with, with an extra info on how electromagnetic things can help you heal quickly, too. Of course. You know, magne- magnets, yeah. Magnets so work. That, yeah, so jumping back to the volcano thing now, <laughs> it's like, that's the first sign that something's seriously wrong. And then he starts getting into, like, preparing food and deep underground military bases. So in the same thing about, like, volcano from 500 AD, that was all cool. Now it's like, oh, by the way, to start for storing food underground, like, you need this. a barrel, you need rice, you need beans and mylar bags, and starts to get into that. So now I'm all read up on that. So I've got a few drums buried the last 10 years. <laughs> then it gets into Satanists in the government. In the government. <laughs> this is everything. Does it get into 9-11? Oh, it's no. got to. Yeah. But the big question, and this is where you guys can help me out. Did you know that not even Jeff Renzi will post this information? Well, who's Jeff Renzi? Well, that led me to another website, Renzi.com. 
that I took you to, which is already the craziest stuff in the world, but this guy is... What are some of the things you spotted when I took you to Renzi.com? Because he's not even covering this volcano stuff. Renzi.com, R-E-N-S-E.com, might be yeah. the best <laughs> website I've ever seen in the world. He's above. He's above this that stuff. is people that run around in their grandma's basement in their underwear, scared for the end of the world. <laughs> Go to this site. Let's see. <laughs> I like the gla- I like the glasses to start off. Well, what I just at the top, Allison C. You can get these pills that have thirty-two cloves of garlic in every capsule. In one capsule, thirty-two cloves of garlic. Do you know what that would do to your rectum? <laughs> do you know what eating thirty-two cloves of garlic could do to you? Do you know the pain? Wife finds a cure for her husband's ED. It's called losing twenty pounds and putting on a little bit of makeup one night. Um. <laughs> This guy's picture is beautiful. When you actually click his picture on the website, it's got a famous picture, Einstein, and says what he really looks like after a typical 18-hour day, dot, dot, dot. But he still cleans up pretty good. How and can then, we describe Renzi? It's just saying okay. picture is not What's, really worth it. Okay, who's that? Like, uh, Burt Reynolds? Not Yaffe, but Burt Reynolds' face with mustache. Oh, Yanni? black mustache. Yanni, Yanni with a Yanni, Yanni <laughs> He looks like Yanni, but with really gray hair and a dark mustache. He looks if like you Einstein. took Bon Jovi's hair from Slippery with when wet and yeah, dyed it yeah. gray <laughs> and put it on put it on Yanni's head. And this guy's photoshopped <laughs> to look like he's yeah. like thirty two years old, but yeah, because it's just chiseled hair. chiseled face, like just sharp face, not a single wrinkle, no nope. huge brown mustache. Look at that chin, man. Just he's an American and treasure. I, yeah. And a massive poodle hair of gray hair, like flowing down, down the back. They're like celebrating his luck, but he still cleans up pretty good. Yeah, it's just oh. Yeah. So yeah, but I think my favorite to the so. Matrix. Unlock the technology of heart creation. There is a way to hack into the Matrix. I don't even know what that means. And the best part is, there's a lot of great advertising still <laughs> available. <laughs> If you see, like, advertise here right now, click for rates, info. Oh, I'm going to click, actually, for rates and info. See if we can get some wisdom advertisements up here. I don't know. You have to email Renzi. Should I email Renzi from the here comes some wisdom don't at gmail.com account? Glasses Radio make your vision yeah. work worse. Trevor, 13 million hits and 800,000 unique visitors a month. Did you know that glasses make your vision worse? That's impossible. So he has a pair of glasses that basically block your eyes. So you have to squint through them to strengthen your eyes is what it looks. It looks like basically someone took cardboard and poked holes in it and you have to wear these around to strengthen your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. We can do radio advertising on a show for seven bucks a minute. Seriously? Yes, for national worldwide advertising. Where does it say that? On the rate under the radio. Oh, advertising. Oh my god! Yeah, seven bucks a uh, minute. You probably have to buy yeah. like one thousand minutes. Yeah, but we yeah. should contact him. And the pictures that flash. The, picture, yeah. the pictures that flash up next to the advertising are. It's a series about five, but it goes from somebody hold somebody with nine eleven, with the key, the Statue of Liberty holding a taser, a cool dude reading about chemtrails. And then someone wearing a free Gaza shirt getting shot through the stomach five times. 
rentc.com. <laughs> this is our place. So I got the I got the rates here. Yeah, sure, it is six ninety nine for each sixty second commercial. But yeah, you do have to buy two hundred seventy. So you got to pay eighteen ninety five a month. Eighteen eighteen hundred dollars a month. But okay. You don't want to pay eighteen hundred a month. You want to pay an extra thousand on top because otherwise it'd just be us narrating the question, the commercial. But for an extra thousand, you could get the Jeff Renzi himself. Wait, to Renzi will read our. Copy. He'll read it for a thousand dollars. Hey man, Renzi makes a thousand dollars a minute. That's his going rate. <laughs> That's his going rate, man. Oh, you know you could three D print assault rifles, maybe. Mm-hmm. So there can never be gun control anyway. You could just print off some guns. <laughs> Brent, how did you find this? This one was a complete accident. I told you it was just a grift. I got completely grifted onto it. Now I can't leave. Now can I- we please just ask about how much an ad would cost on here? Please. But they, you think they'd probably like our <laughs> our title of our show, Here Comes Some Wisdom? Yeah. All the conspiracy it, theorists would at least listen once, and they'd think it was like some secret culty kind of, here's the real truth, man, thing. Like, here comes some wisdom, and then it's just us talking about getting grifted in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm hoping our ad could maybe go right next to the Zionist Christians American videos. And are the Jews chosen people, question mark. I hope we could go right in between there. You want to pick your spot. That's going to cost a lot more. I've done something that Bon Jovi always sang about. What's that? Singing in the rain? Climbed a mountain. (laughs) Nice. Have you guys ever climbed a mountain? Yes. Where'd you climb? Uh, like in Banff as a kid. Okay. Kid things, man. Mm-hmm. Hiking? Yeah. Brent? <laughs> Some of the hills around Montreal. I was training for an adventure race. Okay. So climbed up the side of a little mountain and then got to the top and there was like little kids walking up the path. Oh. So there's like four grown men who like came crawling like over the top of this thing and then we're surrounded by kids in strollers. We're just <laughs> exhausted. So, <laughs> yeah, I climbed Mount Sinai. Oh yeah, randomly on a whim. Is is that where the Ten Commandments were delivered? Yeah, that's where Moses hung Holy up. Holy crap! Yeah, so I just climbed up there looking for some wisdom. Um, <laughs> it's a hike to, to say the least. Really? Oh yeah, I thought I was gonna die a couple times. Air gets a little thin. Um, but <laughs> we were basically... Like how full is it? It's got to be gigantic, right? Like the lines and stuff like that? No, it's... Really? It's a special kind of crazy, If you, at least for what we did. Because I've seen like Manchu Picchu, it's like, you're just like in a line, like just walking up, and this is so much specialer to so much more people that I thought Oh, maybe. no, no, but it's, it's, uh, it weeds out the week. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I don't know because you just—it's not only Christian but Jewish and Islamic as well. Like everyone believes in that. So no man, there's no. I, it, there was about forty people on the top when we got there. Wow, it's like and Mount it's Everest. <laughs> um, like 
Okay, so basically what happened is we were doing Cairo and Giza and Luxor, and then we flew to this place called Sharm el Sheikh, which is like the beautiful resort world of the Middle East. It's like everybody, if you say Sharm el Sheikh, they know exactly what you're talking about. We had no idea what it was, but we went there. It's basically resort world. And after seeing like these amazing things all week, we got there and it's like, oh, we're going to sit on a beach for four days. So we got really bored. Oh, and yeah. we Googled things to do in Sharm el Sheikh. And they're like, two and a half hours away, Mount Sinai. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to do it. That's, that's awesome. Whatever. Let's, let's that's go. That's big history. We're, we're bored. I don't want to sit on the beach anyway. We'll go. We go to the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, here's how it goes. We pick you up at 8.30 at night. And uh, we get to the mountain at about one or two. And then we hike for three hours straight, three and a half hours. Up a fucking mountain. Uh, <laughs> up a Charlie. mountain, and then we watch the sunrise, and then you basically can go two ways down, and you climb down a cliff and go to the oldest monastery in the world, and hang out with the monks, and then go eat breakfast and go home. And uh, I do not like heights at all. Like I am terrified by heights, and we weren't like in any shape to do this. Like. You know, like a couple days of like maybe hard binge drinking since we live in a dry country. And like, okay, let's go climb a mountain without sleeping. So first of all, you don't sleep for a day. And then you climb a mountain out of shape in like thin air in a desert. And basically at nighttime, it basically looks like every step. If you take one misstep, you're going to fall off a cliff and die. And I didn't know that. I thought it was like, a, like I thought it was like what you thought it was, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people going up a trail. No, 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 no. I'm no. looking at pictures here. It doesn't seem like it's that difficult. Oh, there's some parts that are. <laughs> there was a part where we got near the top where I thought I was going to get blown off the mountain. That's how strong the wind was. It was. There's people like that were just like we can't go up top. Like we can't make it anymore. Like so they camp out. There's like little huts every every like. About every 45 minutes of, wa- of hiking, there's, like, a station where you can, like, stay. But So me, terrified of heights, in the dark, not being able to see anything, climbing a mountain with this little dinky flashlight. And then, yeah, you get up you get up to the top, and the sun rises, and it's crazy, and then you have to climb down it, and it's, like, they call it steps. You can climb down three and a half thousand steps. They fail to mention that the steps aren't steps. They're just stones sticking out that have been smashed over the years, and... You're basically jumping down sharp, jagged stones on the edge of a cliff, climbing down it. It was a terrifying experience. <laughs> I almost didn't want to leave. Like, oh, and when you get to the top, you're almost dying of hypothermia because it's so incredibly cold. But when you start at the bottom, you need to wear shorts. And when you get to the top, you can barely breathe and you're freezing to death. And then as soon as the sun comes up, you're like cooking again. So... Very, it was a very great experience. Well, this was a good travel guide today. <laughs> okay, let's get back to some Jeff Rancy here. <laughs> did, did you know there's, o- there's only one known clip of Jeff Rancy on the entire internet? One video of him. And this is from a pro Rancy person who put up the video. So he might not be a person. Yeah, because I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm looking at all the videos, it's just, like, weird animation and him talking over it. It's like, maybe no one actually looks like that, like, how, the picture we've seen of Renzi. 
And uh, so, yeah, there's only one video, and it was put up in 2006. And it, of course, looks like it was taken, like the video. He looks just like he does in the picture, except 15 years later, because that obviously that picture was taken in like 1992, right? But he's still rocking the Yanni hair and the mustache, just a little more wrinkly. But and the person who's all pro rents, he puts up the caption. This is proof that he drives an SUV and also he does not wear a wig. <laughs> so it seems that those are the big attacks against Renzi. He doesn't actually he drive an SUV. Yeah. Well, he's not allowed no. to drive an SUV. No, like because I guess on the show he talks about how he drives an SUV because he don't give a crap about gas and stuff like that. And I'm sure all his critics were like, "You probably drive a, a little Hyundai or something." I don't know. So I guess that's been a, what he's been attacked for before. But when, mm-hmm. when we've looked at the website, we were only concentrating on the advertisements. We weren't actually concentrating on the content of Renzi.com. So I think that's maybe for another day. But like, it looks pretty amazing. Like under the science and technology section, it's like three D printing question mark. Here's 4D printing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a real, that's a Sorry, Carter, that's a real thing. 4D printing. Yeah, the fourth stuff dimension is time. Compi- uh, comp- printing stuff with that's able to change itself over time. I know that MIT. I watched the video. The, so you've been on this site a lot. No, that's you? a real. No, I've read that. It's a real. But that's thing not the fourth else. dimension. I hate to tell you. Yeah, it is. It's not the fourth. It's dimension. good enough for me. Well, that's I think we need to spend way more time. Doing... I think we need to spend way more time on this sunglasses the perfect vision glasses <laughs> i cannot believe that that is a natural that's what natural health care is wearing glasses just dry like plastic cl- dryer yeah like wear a sheet of plastic over your eyes with holes poked through it <laughs> i don't even see this on the site is it where, oh. they say they're not going to explain all the stuff behind it because they don't want to use too many big um. words but it's like when you squint, you see better. So by constantly living in a world of squinting, looking through pinholes, walking around, <laughs> you're going to exercise your muscles because glasses make your eyes lazy and you need stronger prescriptions later. But is vision you're getting about old. your muscles? Yeah, you have to train the muscles in your eyes. They get weak from living off the teat of glasses all the time. <laughs> So living in a constant world of squinting will keep your eyes big and strong. And glasses manufacturers have even, did you know they've even like put like, they've attacked these people before? Of course, because it's not science and it's hurting people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's been raids on their factories from Big Eye. (laughs) <laughs> big eye, big opta. Shoppers Optical just sends in the SWAT team, the task force. <laughs> but I can get a pair for twenty bucks. So just Maybe put tape summer. over a pair of glasses and cut a hole puncher electric and some black tape, yeah, hockey electric tape. tape. Yeah. Hmm. We should all try them for a week. Yeah. And play racquetball in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got to know